What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So the hot stove is burning. Aaron Nola has re-signed with the Phillies. He was a free agent, but not for very long. He just signed a seven-year, $172 million deal to stay in Philadelphia and probably for the rest of his career. I mean, Nola is a longtime Philly. He's 30. He was selected seventh overall by the Phillies in the 2014 draft and was a quick riser to the big leagues. He made his debut just shortly after the All-Star break the following year, 2015. And since then, he's just been a reliable rotation producer. I mean, he's a front of the rotation now. I mean, he was back of the rotation when he first came up, but now he's an ace, a bona fide ace, an absolute ace. And that's a big deal for Philadelphia. I mean, he declined the qualifying offer, of course. Everyone who was tendered a qualifying offer this year declined it. But the Phillies have moved quickly to bring him back home. Philadelphia is home for this guy. He's never pitched anywhere else. So that was a huge, a huge signing. You know, his regular season was not pretty, if we're being honest. Four and a half ERA last year. But in the postseason, he was stellar. I mean, he was really good. And this has not been the first season where Nola has had like a rough regular season, but every time he's done that in his career, he's bounced back the following year. You've seen that. I mean, his career best was a 2.37 2018, and then, you know, took a step back in, in 2019, and, you know, he's just been a little bit up and down, but steady top of the rotation guy. We saw what he did in October, which is when it really matters the most. So even though his production fluctuates a bit, he can be counted on to take the mound every fifth day. I mean, since his debut in 2015, he's been one of Major League Baseball's most durable starters. Only Garrett Cole has pitched more innings than Aaron Nola since 2017. And, you know, some people say the best ability is availability. And he, he definitely is always available. So we've got the Phillies making the first big free agent move of the offseason. And that's Aaron Nola coming off the market. He's going to stay in Philadelphia. In other news, there have been some further trades. The Rockies acquired Cal Quantrill in a trade with the Guardians. So Cleveland's going to receive minor league catcher Cody Huff in return. And that's that's the deal, pretty much. I mean, the deal seemed like, I mean, some kind of move seemed like it was about to happen because the Guardians designated Cal Quantrill for assignment earlier in the week. And you know, he's projected to earn $6.5 million, $6.6 million in the second of his three arbitration eligible years which is a bit steep for a Cleveland team that traditionally has modest payrolls yes they're paying Jose Ramirez more money now but uh you know they've always been a small market team generally you know they don't they, they don't like to spend money you know I, I will say it is interesting this trade is between two Stanford guys you know uh Cody Huff the minor league catcher who just got sent to Cleveland is a is a Stanford guy who was just drafted in 2022 and uh Cal Quantrill of course was the you know was the f- was he a first? I can't even remember. He was the first overall pick out of Stanford. He was the eighth overall pick out of Stanford in uh, 2016. But uh, he's going to go to the Rockies. So, you know, the Rockies need starting pitching. They usually do. Denver's thin air has always put an extra burden on their pitchers. But things went particularly sideways in 2023 because they were hit with a long list of injuries to pitchers at both the major league and minor league levels. So their rotation just wasn't thought to be a strong group, even going into the season. And then injuries just made things even worse. But 
talk about injury, I mean, health was an issue for Kyle Quantrill himself. He had some nagging shoulder inflammation, which sent him to the injured list twice. He only threw 99 and two-thirds innings on the year. But if he's healthy, you know, he's a decent middle-of-the-rotation guy. He really is. It's just tough because Coors Field is not a good pitcher's park. But we'll see what he can do when he gets out there. In other trade news, the Braves and Royals made a deal. Kyle Wright got sent from the Braves to the Royals in exchange for right-hander Jackson Cower. So Kyle Wright underwent shoulder surgery after the season. He's expected to miss the entire 2024 campaign. But Kansas City will control him for two years after that. So Kyle Wright's 28 now. He was the number five overall pick in the 2017 draft. He took several years to get there. He eventually broke out with a dominant showing in 2022. Um, but, you know, it's tough because the injuries have now, the injury bug has bit him because 2023, he only threw 31 innings and now he's going to miss all of 2024. It's a long-term upside play on Kyle Wright for the Royals and gives, gives them, you know, long, a long-term upside. But Jackson Cower, the right-hander coming back the other way to Atlanta, the Braves get six years of club control over him. You know, former University of Florida Gator star, first-round pick and top prospect, who hasn't panned out in KC just yet. Maybe going to Atlanta is the change of scenery he needs to tap into that potential. I mean, hard thrower. Uh, is, you've seen an uptick in velocity since moving to a bullpen role on a full-time basis. He averaged 95.7 miles an hour on his heater in 2021 as a starter. And in 2023 as a reliever, he averaged 97 miles an hour. So that's impressive, but I guess they're saying that he has below average spin rate, which is what's causing the uh, swinging strike rate to be a little bit below league average. But the Braves clearly see something they like, and you get a you get a uh, you know, controllable asset. You get a, a cost controlled asset that that's going to be in your system for several years to come. Here's a report that came out just the other day. It came out on Saturday. The Mariners are not expected to sign Shohei Otani. So the Mariners have been long considered a candidate to pursue Otani this winter. But chances are going to be slim. Industry sources say that landing Otani doesn't appear to be within the Mariners' realistic agenda this offseason. Why this is the case is not specified. No one really knows. Maybe it's a shift in their thinking. I think it's just the Mariners being cheap. I mean, that's the truth. Uh, I mean, they're kind of cheap, but... To be fair, they did spend a lot of money locking on Julio Rodriguez, but he's a hometown guy. I mean, the year, before, year before, they did sign Robbie Ray to a $115 million free agent deal. Uh, so maybe I'm, I'm wrong. I guess they're not cheap anymore, but Otani is going to be expensive, period. If you want him, you're going to have to pay up. And maybe they feel like it's not worth getting into that bidding war. I don't know. But he, he's going he, he's gonna to cost a lot. But in theory, an early pivot away from Otani might help the Mariners in some other winter pursuits. I mean, there's been a ton of speculation and very little fact about exactly how Otani's camp is going to approach this free agency. No one really knows. No one really knows. I mean, I mean, some people are saying he might even pick his team before the winter meetings begin on December 4th. But we'll see. I mean, that dude's going to get a big bag wherever he goes. So speaking of big bags, you know, I would say really... Right now, it's about Aaron Nola coming off the board. That's the first domino. You know, it's $24.5 million a year for the AAV. Pretty solid number. And uh, 
we'll see where the other dominoes fall. That's the first big domino to fall in the free agent market right now. So that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.